Happy Friday guys, and today we've got a short but very informative one for you. So Dr. Michael Eads latest newsletter, The Arrow, I uh, really recommend you subscribe, I'll put the link below. He's done a great edition today and it covers in part uh, the V topic, the dreaded V topic. And he goes through the reasons why he himself changed his mind in late 2020 or early 21 about the likely efficacy of this novel brand new technology at drug class and he brings up Scott Adams of Dilbert fame. Scott recently kind of went out there publicly and pseudo apologized for having gotten the V topic wrong the mRNA but he kind of threw shade on the people who got it right. So it's really interesting discussion and Dr. Michael Eads will go through the reasons he formed quite strong opinions on this new drug class and they were not let's say the narrative opinion uh, at the very least so here we go has scott adams been red pilled so mike goes through this in excellent form as always so basically mike goes through how adams had got it wrong and admitted it by following all of the authoritative sources and he felt he'd done research and he came up with the wrong answer Uh, and he apologized for that but not really apologized he kind of said that the people who got it right were the ignorant people the people who simply didn't trust government didn't trust pharmaceutical companies well to be smart in that sense but he indicated it was because they were ignorant so he was kind of right to be wrong And then all the people who correctly read the mRNA situation were wrong to be right, which is kind of twisted. In Dr. Ede's summary here, Adams was trying to make the case he had done all the in-depth research on the mRNA vaccines to arrive at his, as it turned out, incorrect position, while those of us on the correct side had come to our conclusions based on heuristics. Our heuristics were that big government was bad and big pharma was bad. So he did all the research and turned out wrong, while we relied merely on distrust of the government and the pharmaceutical industry and turned out to be right. Which, of course, makes him out to be the smart guy who got unlucky, while we were the gun-toting, flag-waving rubes who happened to have turned out to be right. This is clearly ridiculous because there were innumerable people who did the proper, correct scientific research and turned out to be correct. Yes, there were many who simply instinctively knew that this was nonsense, and they benefited from that. But, in fairness, there were countless ultra-scientific logical people, including Dr. Mike Leeds, who figured it out using science and logic and data. So Mike's going to go on to that. We'll skip through, though you must, as I mentioned, go and sign up to his newsletter and I'll send the link to this one and you'll get to see Scott's video. But let's go to where Mike goes through the reasons he didn't fall for this. Nonsense. And I think this is a great summary. Early on in the pandemic, I came across Michael Levitt, a Stanford professor who is a Nobel laureate in mathematics and chemical modeling. Using the Gompertz function that's been around since the early 1800s, he modeled a disease pattern. It held true in all the places Levitt modeled early on. I wrote a lot about the Gompertz function in early editions of this newsletter. With this mathematical model, it was difficult to see how the lockdowns are flattening the curve for two weeks. Remember that? Two weeks was going to solve anything. And it showed how natural immunity, 
herd immunity, which became a dirty word, was the way we ultimately had to get through it. All this, of course, was pre-vaccine. So Mike is absolutely right, and I've shared countless videos with data showing all of what was mentioned there. And indeed, Sweden is the classic exemplar. They had no lockdowns, no masks, and kids up to 16 years old in school throughout. And after two years, they're the lowest excess mortality in the OECD countries all across Europe and elsewhere. And they also largely beat all of their Nordic neighbours. In addition, to being the lowest overall. So remember that. So they proved the obvious. Anyway, Mike then says when vaccines came in the scene, he was actually pulled onto uh, some kind of TV broadcast. But when he was very rational and said sometimes people faint from injections or blood draws, they didn't ask him back again. I think they were looking for a little bit of anti-V stuff. But the thing that really got him thinking was when he read the Japanese paper about the lipid nanoparticles from the V ending up in various tissues throughout the body. And I saw this at the time when it came out too. It was extraordinary. This was absolutely denied for months by the pharmaceutical companies and all of the experts. But they ended up concentrating in ovaries and and think testes and other places in the body. So that was one major lie which got Mike's attention. He'd heard Fauci and others make statements that did not jibe, I'll say, with what he learned about immunology in medical school. He thought things must have changed, so he purchased an immunology review book that had been recently published, right? So he purchased this. When he received the book pictured, he read it cover to cover. I discovered what I remembered about immunology and virology in medical school was pretty much still true. A number of things that were speculative then had been proven out by 19, the publication date for the book. Once I realised things hadn't changed that much, I concluded that Fauci and his cohorts were all lying through their teeth, which they were, which is why my index of suspicion really skyrocketed. So, based on data, based on science, that's what drove Dr. Ede's suspicion. Then, after all the hype about how safe and efficacious the vaccines were, When Mike read the Pfizer paper, he knew it was all bunk. The same number of people died in the study group, i.e. those who got the actual vaccine, as did in the placebo group. And actually a few more died in the study group, but it wasn't considered statistically significant. So there you have it right there. And the figures they used to come up with the 95% efficacious were relative risk figures, which were worthless, instead of absolute risk figures, which showed minimal differences. And I might add myself that that 95% in real world, we saw no real difference worth a damn between the vaccinated and unvaccinated in the early Israel data in summer 2021. The case rates were the same. So how they got the 95% is open to major questions. Anyway, Mike goes on to talk about the hospital emergency rooms overflowing and it didn't make any sense to him. There was no real solid data, all anecdotal. And it turned out there were many fake doctors on Twitter and social media spreading the word. Were they bots? Government bots? Who knows? One who got outed was a young Asian female doctor who was all over Instagram, or could have been TikTok, in her scrubs and masks saying how dreadful it had been during her 10-hour ER shift she had just finished. Patients with COVID everywhere, dying like flies, no rooms for them, a total tragedy. Then she was outed as working 9 to 5 in a counselling clinic somewhere and hadn't come within a country mile of an ER. And I witnessed 
countless examples of this. And I had people in Ireland on the inside during the second wave, particularly late in 20, who verified it was no different than a bad flu winter, essentially. And it was obese and minorities which made up the major problem or the advanced aged. So there was no question of this. He notes that the unvaccinated were overcounted in hospitals, making it seem like all the unvaccinated were dying. And we know now the overcounting was massive and systemic and completely confounded. And he rightly says that those who were with him since the early days of writing The Arrow, uh, back around a year ago, he has the advantage over Scott Adams in that he does understand the scientific and medical literature which is not all that easy to interpret correctly. In fact, it's difficult to interpret, especially since much of it is fraudulent. Uh, Hear, hear. So that's the uh, piece there from Dr. Eads. And I'll put a link below, as I said, to the newsletter. you got to sign up. He covers COVID. He also covers health. He covers politics, geopolitics, and so much more. Best newsletter out there. But let's finish up by going through Abir Balan's recent list of the lies told during the pandemic. And I think it's a really good summary and it brings it all back to me. So we'll flick over to that. So here we are. Excellent document. Link will be down below. And yeah, it just goes through the lies and reminds us and maybe reminds people who are more naive uh, what actually happened. So lied about the lockdowns, didn't stop the virus and they destroy society. Well, the damage of lockdowns now is enormous and it's documented. It's beyond belief. And we know from Sweden and myriad other papers published, around 50 plus of really solid ones, that the lockdowns did not really impact the spread in any case. And again, a link to the document here, and you can go to the Pandata Infobank on lockdowns. They lied about masks, not effective, useless, instrument of fear, instrument of divide and conquer, instrument to break communication. Absolutely. And again, you can go to the mask summary on Panda website and that will collate all of the data. But we knew this from the start, pretty much when the mandates were brought in with 40 years of science, published science showing they had almost no effect at best on an aerosol borne flu or coronavirus type scenario so that was it they lied about social distancing absolutely aerosols in the air ubiquitous we know that we knew it back in 2020 doesn't matter where you stand and the stickers on the floor are just nonsense if anything they just break social cohesion which is probably their main intent they lied about pcr tests They can't diagnose infectiousness. We went through this in mid-2020. False positives, high cycle thresholds are a dreadful problem. And they make your life difficult, so you beg for mercy and accept any way out. So the lockdowns, the masks, the PCR testing, all the demands largely only serve to have you accept the nonsense that was to come later with the mandates for the new novel technology mRNA. And again, the links are all here. I'll have them down below and you can go and see the data and the evidence. They lied about treatments. They suppressed available treatments. Now, I don't take strong positions on treatments. I don't go there too deeply. But certainly the outrageous censorship and attacks on any potential treatment. For me, they were mainly there because the emergency use authorization for the novel technology platform, mRNA, 
kind of required that you couldn't have any other treatments in the field when you are getting your emergency use authorization for the big profiteering one. They lied about the Vs. They don't protect granny if you take them. Well, we've seen countless papers now showing the miserable lack of transmission mitigation. And in mid-21, as I mentioned earlier, in Israel, the data came out and clearly showed no difference in case rates between the VED and the non-VED. And also even Fauci and others admitted after papers came out that the viral load is as high in a VED person as a non-VED. So this whole thing was... Uh, the big lie. They increase your chance of getting infected. Is that what they call effective? Well, the recent study that was published, it's not peer-reviewed yet, but the data is compelling. And it just shows there's a strong association, more Vs, more infection. And it could be confounded, but the team went through the confounding factors and pretty much explained them all very well. There's nothing to answer this except a disgraceful lack of of transmission and infection mitigation. They're not safe. Now, this one's more controversial, but the lack of proper pharmacovigilance studies is stunning. And long-term safety data, forget about it. How could they even have it? And there's loads of data gathered now around adverse reactions. And Dr. Seymour Hatra was on BBC just last week with very good data indicating one in 800 have some kind of significant reaction or even severe. And of course, one in a thousand people won't even be seen in the data if you don't want to see it. But it's still a massive issue because when you bring in mandates and coercion, you'd want to have no harms and incredibly massive societal transmission mitigation benefits and of course none of that is true so lied 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 so they have lied and more people have died especially from lockdowns and all of that insanity and more people are dying now above average expected deaths in many countries all across europe and they're pretty huge figures so we continue to watch that analysis and we need an inquiry into why it's happening without making any judgments uh, up front, but we know it's happening at a massive rate and no media is covering it. So there is a petition there, especially in the UK, uh, to get the UK government to investigate this. So if you know someone who really needs to see all the lies, please send them this thread. I agree. So all the links are down below to both Dr. Michael Eads' newsletter, which you should join up to, and to Abir Balan's uh, excellent summary here on the litany of lies we've suffered over the past couple of years. And we leave it at that for today. As always, huge appreciation to all my Patreon and PayPal supporters continuing to do work to get out the message on what's accurate and what's not, what is true misinformation and what's passed off as misinformation, but is actually pretty factual or very factual. That's what it's all about here. Uh, we've lost the legacy media, sadly, through funding from advertisers and corporates over the last decades. They're pretty much a lost cause now, as you'll have observed. So we need to, insofar as we can, support people who are getting out on a wide level accurate information and accurate pictures of science, geopolitics and what's going on in the world. Otherwise, sadly, we're all lost. So thanks so much, everyone. And anyone who can jump on board, really appreciate that. The links are down below. And till next time, that'll do it.